following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It's hour number three on a Wednesday broadcast being heard statewide on 19 radio stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. You can also listen online at thehugeshow.net and on the iHeart app. Search The Huge Show and you can listen anywhere in America where you have mobile service. Nothing says a great vacation like listening to The Huge Show on the iHeart app when you're down in Florida. Maybe Gulf Shores, uh, just search the huge show on the iHeart app. But I will tell you, uh, a lot of TVs now have the iHeart app, so you can listen at home. Uh, the iHeart app is in most newer vehicles. Just search the huge show, so it's all sitting there. Superfly Hayes, the most excited producer in radio history, is behind the glass. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network, and also a co-host on the world-famous Detroit Lions podcast you can hear weekly on YouTube. Just search Detroit Lions podcast. He's joining us in studio talking Lions all season, the NFL, uh, the QB carousel, uh, and more. I was looking at some of the post-Super Bowl power uh, rankings, and uh, the Lions, based on their finish, Jeff, and I know we've talked about this uh, last hour a little bit, uh, but the love they're getting, the respect uh, that they're getting. Uh, people aren't saying they're going to win uh, the NFC or the Super Bowl, but I'm looking at the Lions are sitting at 14 in the CBS Sports uh, power poll out of 32 NFL teams. So if you split that between the AFC and NFC, and I, we mentioned in I think one of the DraftKings, you know, futures board that they're the fourth best odds yeah. to win the NFC. Last time I checked, I mean, it's there. It's all there for the taking. It's and, absolutely there for them. And the, the fact that we're talking about this and it's like, it's like matter of fact, like, yeah, they are that good. The, finishing eight and two after the start that they had and the way that they did it bringing back their coordinators, basically keeping the coaching staff almost completely intact that they needed. That's, yeah, they should be thought of that way. They were one of the best teams in the NFL down the stretch, and there's no reason to think that they can't carry that over. Doesn't mean they will, but there, there's certainly no reason why they can't. And, and adding in all the draft, they have five of the first 85 picks in the draft. They have money to spend in free agency. They're not really losing anybody vital on their own, like on their own free agency. Like they're losing, okay, they could lose Alex Anzalone. They could lose Will Harris. They could lose DJ Shark. Like these, these are replaceable players. Like the arrow is definitely pointing up for Detroit. And we're saying that again, like factually, like there's, there's no doubt about it. Like I, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I think people outside Detroit see it more than, than Lions fans do. Cause we're used to a hope. With the Lions, you know, yes. Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid, we can go down yeah. uh, the list. We've had Barry, you had Calvin, you had Stafford. You had one playoff win between them, zero between Calvin and Stafford. And I think the hump is the playoffs. 
Right. That if they get that home playoff game at Ford Field and they win it, even if they would turn around and lose the next week, or so let's say they got to the you know final four of the NFC, right? Or, <laughs> or, or but they won a home playoff game. Whew. That that to me is the bridge that yeah. they need to get to this year. I agree with that. that and and really, I, I I prefer a home playoff game. But even if they were a uh, eleven and six wild card, let's just say that you know. Minnesota for some reason went twelve and five, but they were so darn lucky last year in the fourth quarter. But they have 11, 11 one score wins or, yeah. or or eleven come from behind or eleven one score wins. They were eleven and zero. Yeah, some, I, I, I saw that stat like in the uh, I guess in one of the boxes at the end of the year. So uh, that's the hump for the Lions, and I think their fan base has just been you know stomped on so much. And that's why you heard that roar this year, Jeff, and you were at Ford Field. I have never heard it like that this year, or ever like I heard it this year. The, it, the noise of the crowd. It was legit, and it was sustained. It wasn't just like you no. know fits and starts where they you know they got the pump up meter thing going. No, no, on. no. It was, it was it was legit. You know, and I I, I do our Bud Light you know Mick Ultra parties. Uh, tin roof, and I could feel it that the fans are ready. That they have, oh yeah. And I know Lions fans have always been ready to win, but that it's there. And and that was based on the finish from Campbell's first year, right? Right. Remember so they, now, you, now they, you even you you went from one and six to finish eight and two. It's even at a uh, another level. I, I even looked in the club seats, and I think there's a. Uh, if I'm not wrong, they told me in the email that there's a waiting list now. There is for season tickets. Yeah, and they are uh, there. It's not easy to get move up in that list because nobody's giving up their tickets. Uh, I know several people who hold season tickets. They're they're excited. They're uh, and they're not selling them either. By the way, they're keeping like they want to go to these games. That's what I mean. I mean, you have that's, that's not what you get when you're in Dallas or Las Vegas. Like those people are they're getting season tickets as investments so they can sell them. To people from out of town, or no, these Lions fans—they are going to the Lions games because they're going to watch this team. Hopefully, fingers crossed, win. Well, and, and winning means that those season ticket holders would have first shot at the playoff tickets at Ford Field, right? That's right, exactly. And that's where I'm at. That this team, unless there was just catastrophic injuries on both sides of the football, uh, they're a playoff team. And I'm looking at, again, these are the Lions that were like at 30 earlier in the season, you know, when they were one and six. They were like number 29, number 30 in the same CBS Power Poll. And here they are at number 14 on the way up. And it says this, which will lead into my next question. This young team will challenge for the division title in 2023. They improved in a big way this past season. We mentioned the window. And their window may be a little bit longer than normal NFL winning windows because this team is so young. Especially on the defensive side of the ball, where you've got all the three rookies from last year. You've got you've got a lot of very good young talent on this team. Remember, Michael Brockers was the only guy over 30. And he was the worst guy on the defense. Yeah, and he won't be back. Uh, the, the, that will be taken care of Well, shortly. what's Akuto's role moving forward with the Lions? That's a good question. I think they want to know the, the answer to that. Uh, he will be given a chance to compete for a starting job, but I think they probably would like it if he didn't win that, honestly. I, th- I think it's too inconsistent. Yeah, so they have to make a decision. One of the things that they have to do, we talked about it last hour, 
they have to decide whether they want to give him his fifth year option. They have until uh, March, late May, actually, to early May, right after the draft, to start to decide whether they want to pick up his contract option for 2024, which will be 11 million. I, want I don't to say. see that. I don't think they're picking it up either. No, uh, that's a big number for a guy right. that is inconsistent. And, and that, that, by the way, is fully guaranteed money. And that's it doesn't mean that they have to get rid of him like they can sign him to a contract before then if they want. But that, that would lock them in. Um, it gets bad when you pick up an option and then you don't want the player anymore. That's what the Browns did with Baker Mayfield last year. And they wound up paying him $16 million to watch him play in Carolina and Los Angeles. So <laughs> you don't want to do that. <laughs> well, what is the window, Jeff, from you? You look at the age of this team. Right, I think they're the youngest in the NFL, correct? They are. All right. So the age of the Lions, what is their winning window starting in the fall uh, moving on? You're How look, long is it? You're looking at, at a good three years, maybe four years, because at that point, then you've got to pay Amon Ra, you've got to pay Panay, you've got to pay a lot of these. You're going to have to pay Hutchinson at that point. And that's going to mean that you're going to have to make a lot of fundamental changes. By that point, Taylor Decker is probably going to be gone. Frank Ragnow could be gone by then. Like you've that the core team that you've got now is 2023, 2024, 2025. That's that's your window to win with that group. God, the more the more I think about trading for Lamar Jackson, <laughs> the more I'm with you. Well, we're having that. fun with that hypothetical. No, aren't I know, we? I, I know. I, I you have that short window. And if you're going to have to guarantee him 60 mil a year for right. four years, it's almost like picking up Cabrera in his prime when the Tigers got him, right? Yeah, they're overpaying for him now at the end of his career, but uh, when he was. That's what you do when you're when trying to win. When they acquired him, he helped them win. He did. Right? Yep. He was in his prime, we can call it. And that would be. Mm, that, you know, it'd be like the wings back old school getting Hashik or something, oh, right? It's, yeah. If you could get Lamar Jackson in a trade with the Ravens, mmm. It's uh, that it's not crazy because I I don't think he's ever going to play in Baltimore. I think he'd be the type of guy. What would he if his franchise tag is going to be what you know? Oh, the franchise tag for him will be I believe it's thirty seven and a half million. So is he going to sit out and not take that money? I doubt it. That would be his if he really doesn't want to play in Baltimore anymore. That's his best recourse. Is okay. You tag me. I'm sitting. You guys pay me thirty seven million dollars to not play football this year. And he just says, I'm yeah. you're not gonna force me. I right. my knee hurts, my toe hurts. Yeah. Uh, just what he did the way what, what he did the rest of the season after he got hurt, because you knew he was saving himself hopefully for a trade, right? The the fact that he didn't come back with the quote unquote week to week injury after a whole lot of weeks where a lot of his teammates thought that he could play and his coaches thought he could play. That's that. That's a move to get out. That's a major it, it, distraction. It has to be viewed as a, a move to get out oh, of that. Baltimore. That's when you go make a deal with the Lions. They're in the NFC. They're not in the AFC. It's the perfect. Uh, who else? Okay, NFC right now. Think about this. Okay, so they wouldn't trade him. It's kind of like Rodgers to the AFC, right? right? Yeah, they don't want him in the NFC. Okay, that's for so sure. <laughs> Rodgers isn't going to go to Tampa. He's not going to go to New Orleans. Carr will probably end up in New Orleans. You're going to get the Jets or. Uh, the Raiders, right? right? Pretty much, right? That makes for, sense. Yeah. For Rodgers. Yes. So if it's Lamar and you're trading him to the NFC, he's going to want to go to a place where he could win, right? right. He does, doesn't want to go to Atlanta, right? Atlanta, yeah. Doesn't want to go to Tampa. There. No. No? Oh, God, no. Nobody no. wants to go to Tampa. They can't get a, They can't get anybody they want. They've interviewed Jeff. 11 people for their offensive coordinator job. Not one of them has said, I want this because job. Because you, you, you think Bowles <laughs> is probably going to be gone after this year. 
he might not even make it through the year. That's why. <laughs> yeah. So you're unless you're a guy who thinks you could elevate uh, to be the head coach. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, but that Lamar that Lamar thing is not crazy, Jeff. Because you talk about a three year window. Yeah. So a, if you got to pay him for that fourth year, where you're paying him because he helped win a Super Bowl in those first three years, that, that's a lifetime. Oh, thing gee darn! I'm I'm going to I'm going to well, so it's some Miguel paying money you're paying week. right now. Exactly. Right. You're you're paying him on the backside. Cowboys did it with Emmitt Smith. They gave him a big deal on the backside after uh, Jerry won all the Super Bowls. Yeah. You get those thank you contracts, that's right? Exactly right. You know, but the NFL is different now, so you're not going to get the guy who's going to be there 12 years with the team. Exactly. And he that, may be if you're not winning. Or he's coming back and he's doing the tour uh, and he's circling back to your team. But if your window is three years, maybe tops four, and Lamar wants four years guaranteed at 240. 240, 250. Which is 60 mil a year. And the Ravens will get golf in return, which this past season, Pro Bowl, right? He did make the Pro Bowl. He got a guy that wants to play. And they they trade him to the Lions, and the Lions elevate to arguably the number one seed in the NFC. It would be hard to Mm. it would be hard to argue against them being great. Again, it's not going to happen. Like we got to make that clear, it's not going to happen. We're not saying this is what is going to happen. We're we're having fun playing this out because it's it. How could it happen? And and it would have to and again it would have to be that the new offensive coordinator in Baltimore they fire Greg Roman. Good job, by the way. He needed to go. Uh, whoever it is will want to have Jared Goff be his quarterback and say, I'm changing our offense from being built around Lamar's legs, Lamar running for 800 yards, throwing on the run, extending plays, um, having a, a largely immobile offensive line um, that isn't as good as Detroit's, and wanting that to, to work. Uh, and that, that's going to be a real tough sell. When you can get. But isn't this all really not on the Ravens? I know that it's a partnership, but if Lamar refuses to show up for training camp, if he is telling them right now, I am not playing, yeah. are they going to play hardball to flush their season down the drain with Hunley just to send a message, or do they want to move on from Lamar? And that, that's I don't think anybody knows that answer yet. And, that, and that's, that's, that's where that's, the Lions could swoop in, or right. Holmes throws out, hey, if you guys ever are interested. Right. You just plant that little seed. I that, got golf here, because think about it. What deals could they make with Lamar? Not not Atlanta. They're going to get rid of They don't want a young quarterback. Where, where are they going to get something in return right. with a quality starting quarterback that could lead you to the AFC North? You know, it's it's... I will tell you, Dak Prescott would make some sense. Dallas making a splash. You know, Jerry Jones would want to do Taking that. Taking Lamar. Yeah. Because Dak looks like, Dak's, ever since he tore up that ankle, he hasn't been the same quarterback because he can't run like he used Dak to. Dak is so good, but also not good. And it, uh, it's... So that, good and not good. You sound like Tony Romo doing a game with... Uh, oh, my goodness. Jim Nance. You're like... Hey, what do you think of, hey, hello, my friends. Jeff, you think Dak is so good, but not good. <laughs> Tony Romo asking Jim Nance, I'm sorry, I didn't see what happened on that play. When that's literally your job, dude. Oh, my goodness. Well, he's making 17 he, mil a year. Isn't, isn't Brady joining Fox number one booth this fall, right? He is, and, uh, and that frustrates me because I think Greg Olson is fantastic. Did you see Greg Olson's going to have to take a pay cut from $10 million to $3 million. It's Horrible. And because it's great. Well, they're paying Brady, like, what, 20 mil or something? 25 mil. And they don't know that he, like, now I've heard him. I, he, I don't know if that Burkhardt is a big enough voice to be there with Brady. I don't. I, yeah, he's going to. They need, they need an, 
You know what they need to do is they need to go grab Al Michaels back from Amazon and put him there. They need that big yeah. play Al's just cashing checks at this point, I, I too. I know. Though. Amazon, him and Herb Street, <laughs> they don't even like talk to each other. They like do the Amazon Thursday night game. They need a bigger play-by-play they got to find there. that next guy. And um, I don't know if there is that next guy. I know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm a huge Kevin Harlan fan, but I don't think I he's love that him. Guy. He's great. I, I know. He, um, and he's fantastic on radio. Oh, yeah. he's uh, College basketball, he's, yeah, he's unparalleled. Um, you know, I, I mean, Fox, I, you know, could you get Brady and Gus Johnson? See, I'm not a Gus Johnson guy. He's a basketball. He's better at basketball. Yes, he, he's than, 100% better at basketball. He bothers me in football a lot. I actually won't listen. I, I don't listen to the games that he's okay, on. Okay, so we'll cross off Gus on yeah. the wish list with yes. Brady. You get react. Brady get needs somebody bigger, though, because yeah. he's so big. Yeah, and like there's there's good young play. Uh, he's on CBS, but Adam Amin is great. He's a very good play by play guy. Can set things up on a tee for his analysts, whoever it is. He does college. He is does that pros. the guy? Is that the guy from Sparta? There, there's one of the guys. Was that Fareed? There's another. Uh, it might be Adam Fareed. There's a. I don't know. There's one of the broadcasters. I think he's MLB Network. Okay. There's one of the broadcasters who's really good. You know, when I say young now in his thirties, right. You know, and even Joe Davis out of Potterville, who's uh, doing the Dodgers, I don't know if he's big enough to be with Brady, right? That, yeah. You need a legendary play-by-play guy. You need somebody that can, can hold Brady's hand a little bit, too. Like he's, But, but yeah, and, and somebody who's big, the team, right? Because that's yeah. going to be Brady, and, you know, you need somebody big. Yeah. That's it. Uh, speaking of big, uh, joining us on the huge show is Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com. Part of the USA Today Network, Lions NFL Insider. Follow Lions Wire on Facebook and on Twitter. Jeff, J-E-F-F-R-I-S-D-O-N. Also on Twitter. Uh, you can listen in and watch the Detroit Lions podcast on a weekly basis on YouTube. Uh, just search uh, Detroit Lions podcast and get the latest on the off season. That's Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube, if you have a Lions NFL question for us, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. You can opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word Huge to 21000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games in downtown Grand Rapids inside Van Andel Arena. You can get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com and the Van Andel Arena box office and also follow The Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Michigan basketball team went 1-2 in the last week, beating Nebraska at 93-72 for a third consecutive victory, and things were looking up. But then they lost a monumental game at home on Saturday night to then number 18-ranked Indiana. The loss to the Hoosiers was 62-61 in a game in which the Maize and Blue went scoring in the final five minutes and 18 seconds of that contest. A crushing defeat to keep their tournament hopes alive. They then traveled to Madison to take on the Wisconsin Badgers Tuesday night and things did not get better. They lost 64-59 to to the Badgers after leading by one at the break. Hunter Dickinson wore a ski mask to the arena saying that Michigan was going to steal a victory. Newsflash, the team is 14-12 and and 8-7 and in conference play and on the outside of the NCAA tournament. On the schedule next is the rivalry game against Michigan State on Saturday at 8 o'clock on Fox. 
Join Van Andel Institute's Purple Community for the 11th Annual Grand Rapids Griffins Purple Game on Friday, March 10th at 7 p.m. at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. 100% of the proceeds will benefit groundbreaking cancer research at Van Andel Institute in Grand Rapids. Don't miss out on the limited edition Griffins Purple Apparel and your chance to bet on purple jerseys after the game. Learn more at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. Get more for your money on tasty family meals with these great deals at Meyer Right now, certified Angus beef boneless New York strip steak is just $9.99 per pound. Pick up Meyer pasta sauce for just a dollar. And Meyer shredded sliced or chunk cheese for $1.88. Don't forget the drinks. Coca-Cola 7-Up or Dr. Pepper 2 liters are buy two, get two free. Plus deposit where applicable. Get more for your money and pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop. In store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Do it for the love of money. Saturdays in February, 7 to 11 p.m. Winners choose $3,000 in premium play, $1,500 cash, or 1,500 entries into the February 25th drawing for a Chevy Camaro ZL1. For the love of money, $130,000 giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com and a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. Joining us in studio talking about uh, the Lions offseason and they have some coaching changes. I guess the good thing is when you look at the Eagles who made it to the Super Bowl and won the NFC losing their offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, uh, that's part of winning. And if the Lions do have that expected 11 and 6, 12 and 5 season, they're going to lose coaches a year from now, no matter what they do in the playoffs. 100%. And Ben Johnson was very nearly gone this year. Aaron Glenn was, I don't want to say he was close to leaving, but he was a finalist for the last two jobs. He interviewed for those. He was a, he was a candidate in Houston. Like, they're going to get more interest. And, and one quick thing on the Aaron Glenn thing, because everybody's like, oh, his defense was so bad. Why can't. It is a different job being a coordinator than being a head coach. Dan Campbell would not be a good coordinator. He's a heck of a head coach. It's a different job. It's a different skill set. I think Aaron Glenn personally would be a better head coach than he would coordinator. Because where he's great at is leadership, organization, motivation, that type of thing. He's not necessarily the greatest X's and O's guy. That's what your coordinators are supposed to do. Like that's, the overarching job that is the head coach, I think he's well suited for that. I think I think that's one of the mistakes that too many teams make is they're chasing the hot coordinator and that guy doesn't know that the other side of the ball exists. I I, I have a feeling the Colts are in trouble with that. With, with like I like Shane Steichen, his offense in Philadelphia was innovative. It was great. I'm not sure he could name ten players on that Eagles defense. 
Like that's just the fact of where they're at. So uh, I, I I wish them luck. And and now if you're the Eagles, you got to replace all these guys. You got to move people up the pipeline. That's that's one of the things that the Lions are laying the infrastructure for is having coaches that are upwardly mobile. If Aaron Glenn leaves, okay, they've got Todd Wash, who used to be a, a defensive coordinator with Jacksonville as their defensive line coach. Kelvin Shepard is a rising star of a coach as their linebackers coach. That guy's going to be a head coach before all is said and done, and maybe it'll be at the college level. But he he's he's sharp, man. He's real good. Brian Duker took over for Aubrey Pleasant as a defensive backs coach. That's a guy who can move up quickly if they need to. You know, offense that they kept. Uh, uh, they kept a few. They kept offensive line coach Hank Fraley. He's upwardly mobile if he wants to. Be. He's one of the best offensive line coaches in football, uh, and I could see him being interested in being a coordinator. They kept Tanner Engstrand. Now their passing game coordinator was their tight ends coach. Another guy. If Ben Johnson leaves, he's going to get a lot of looks to be the Lions' new offensive coordinator. And if Ben Johnson sticks around long term, if he decides that he wants to do that, and he could. Tanner's going to get hired as an offensive coordinator sooner than later. So that that's these are problems that good teams have that we're not used to having in Detroit. Like we talk all the time. When was the last time that a Lions old coach like got hired somewhere else and did anything? Like it doesn't happen often. Who was it? Uh, Jim Schwartz has been around. Yeah, but he he, he became again the coordinator thing, not a yeah, head coach. Exactly, so and he, he's been a great coordinator, and he just came back with somebody. He's Ooh, with Cleveland, now. Cleveland now, right? So he was with Philly and did well. I think won a Super Bowl when he, he did when, he, when he, they won it. He did. Marty Morningweg was a good coordinator, not a head oh, coach. He was a brutal head coach. Very, um, Rod, Ma- Rod, Rod Marinelli with the Cowboys. He might be the best defensive line coach in in the NFL for a very very long time. Yes, Marinelli was the yeah. other guy I was going to say. Yeah, it, it, Great, great defensive line coach. Put him in charge of the entire team. No, thank you. One thing about the team, Jeff, when I look at the ownership, the way Sheila Hamp has handled everything, when I look at Holmes at the GM position with his staff underneath him, when I look at Campbell and his staff now, I've never seen the continuity, the capability, and the confidence that I and a lot of Lions fans have in the Lions front office and coaching staff today. That has never happened. We've had better talent on teams, older talent, season all pro type talent. Yes. You know, like the Kevin Glovers and the Lomas Browns and the Barry Sanders, oh, yeah. right? Obviously. But with the young talent they've assembled, with how they finished last year, with what lies ahead, I think when you look at the schedule, which we'll get uh, in early May, and the Lions uh, have. A pretty solid road schedule this year. Uh, I was thinking with Kansas City winning it, the Lions might be that Thursday night NFL season opener very well at Arrowhead be. against the Chiefs. That would be. It's probably either going to be them or the Eagles because the, that's that's the that's the cachet teams that that are going in. The I don't Kansas know. If they, they they normally don't do the rematch. They, they try not to do that. I think the Lions could be that because the visual is national. You remember them uh, at Lambeau. And then they would open up against Mahomes yep. and the defending Super Bowl champions and, and on the, opening night. We won't know that until like probably late eight. Yeah, we will after the draft. But yeah, right. that the, the Lions are going to have that. They're going to have primetime games, plural, this coming I, year. I think Dallas, I'm looking at their road games. We don't know the dates or times yet, but no. they have road games. Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota. I don't think there's national games there on the road. Kansas City, L.A. Chargers. Possibly with the quarterback, you know, 
Herbert, you have New Orleans, Tampa, uh, Dallas possibly, Baltimore depending if Lamar is there. So, But I, I just said, look at that Kansas City game with them winning and the Lions in the NFL season opener That'd on be, that Thursday that, night. That would be a lot of fun. That um, would be awesome. That, that that Remember. And what if they went to Arrowhead and won that game? Oh, man. After finishing on national TV. There, there's not enough Honolulu blue Kool-Aid mix Rogers in Rodgers and Mahomes from ending one season to starting the next. You beat the defending Super Bowl champion. The Lions nation will have raised the bar. If, if that game does happen, we'll have raised the bar to Super Bowl champs. Or or bust. That's that, what I mean. That, the that, new would bar. Be, that would be so much fun. I yeah. I, I, I'm, now you got me excited about the coming season. We're not even through the I draft know, we, we won't know this. Sometimes it leaks like late April, right yeah. before or early May, before the schedule. Yeah, because they one do of the a thing, schedule uh, show on NFL Network. Yes, they do, and it's right. ridiculous how overblown it is. They one do the, like three hours. They have to plan the venues ahead of time because places like Ford Field, they have... They have concerts in there. They have your your monster truck rallies. They have your Taylor rodeos. Swift, Kenny Chesney, they Bill do, Simonson in they, concert. They do have Metallica coming. Uh, that's that's going to be fun. I'll be there for that. Oh gosh, I've seen them like eighteen times. They're awesome. They just keep. They're going to be like Rolling Stones. We'll be touring until they're all like. And I will pay. 90. I will pay my two hundred and fifty dollars every year to see them too <laughs> until they're done. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I I think that when I look at the Lions, I'm just I'm feeling that Kansas City Detroit game because by the way, when you look at TV and they're putting this together, uh, the Detroit market was I think the third or fourth highest rated metered market for the Super Bowl with viewership. Right, that didn't have a team playing in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and so you know you start to. People get excited by these things. When you've got a good team in a sport, even if you're not in it at the end, like it's like uh, when, when was two years ago when the Bucks didn't make the final, Milwaukee was the number one basketball market for the NBA finals because they were close, but they didn't make it. But they actually that's that's the effect that well, you're the Lions were one right of the top too. TV markets last year with Stafford and the Rams. Remember, so they, you, you yes, got, they were. You got the TV side of it, which comes into play in their home games next year. Again, we won't know the dates until uh, early May. Green Bay, Chicago. This is all at Ford Field. Atlanta, Carolina, Denver, Vegas, Seattle. You know, I could see Sean Payton and Denver as the Thanksgiving Day game, or maybe Vegas. Maybe Vegas, especially if Rodgers goes there. Yeah, wait and see. Because he has lost four of his last six starts against Detroit. I don't know. Seattle won't be a draw. You could get, uh, I really, I think it's Denver or Vegas. Right? That, that makes the it. most sense, because they, they don't want to do division games if they don't have to. God, their home schedule looks, you know. They can win six of those games. Well, maybe more. Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota, Atlanta, Carolina, Denver, Vegas, and Seattle are the Lions' home games. Uh, they they do the flip where they get nine on the road this yeah, fall. That's right. And the the only, unfortunately, the only chance they have of playing overseas is Kansas City. But that's not going to happen. They're, they're not going to play that game in Germany. I, I as much as that's I would love the to Thursday go over night. There. I'll make my huge prediction right now. That's the Thursday night. Because the super defending Super Bowl champ plays on that Thursday, right? Absolutely, yes. Every year, every year. So they're not going to do a Philly rematch. No, no. If Philly's a good enough draw that they can do the Sunday night game that week or Monday night. Right. So the Lions and Kansas City. Mm. I'm for it. Let, let make that happen. 
kicking off the NFL season. Call upon your powers, Huge, to I will. make this happen. I'm just going to make a few calls uh, when we're done with this segment, and I'll go, look, guys, uh, I need the Lions and the Chiefs. Uh, Rizzy was in the hizzy, and he wasn't dizzy when he said, we need two things to happen. We need Lamar to be traded to the Lions, and we need the Lions and Lamar First time in a Lions uniform in a regular season game against Mahomes on Thursday night football to kick off the 2023 NFL season with Al Michaels going, do you believe in miracles? Yes. <laughs> with Kirk Herbstreit going, Al, I hate Herbstreit on NFL games. He's not great. No, he's no. horrible. All right. He's horrible. Oh, so, uh, so I'm looking at it. So uh, the first weekend of the NFL schedule this coming fall will be uh, that Thursday night, September 14th. My birthday September 17th. I was selfishly hoping that it would be on that day. but uh, Okay, so you're asking me to check in, and now you're looking to see if it matches up with your birthday, Yeah, Rizzi. I know. I, well, so I, I share a birth date Boy, it's with, rubbing with off, Patrick Rizzi. Mahomes. You in studios rubbing off where you want the entire game to be about you. I want it all, and I want it now. I, sounds like a song. <laughs> it does. Uh, Jeff Risden, LionsWire.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Detroit Lions Podcast, you want to stay... Up to date on the Lions offseason. You can watch and listen on YouTube. Just search uh, Detroit Lions podcast and stay up to date on everything connected uh, to your Detroit Lions. And remember this fall, watch all the Lions games at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. You can also watch the Wings, Pistons, Michigan, Michigan State Hoops on all the TVs at all brands locations. You'll find the brands in Bay City, brands in Caledonia, Johnny Brands in Granville, brands in Holland, Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown GR, and also Mike Brand has the brands in Cascade just east of Grand Rapids. All the games, and you're home for the Lions this fall. You may want to reserve a seat because the Lions games are going to be a big draw at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills, and also order up all of your favorites, game day, work day, or play day. At Brands.com, you can have them delivered or pick them up. Game day, play day, work day. Order all of your brand's favorites at your local brand's steakhouse and grill for the one close to you. Go to Brands.com. The movie moved you, but the stage play will blow you away. It's Jacarius Johnson's New Jack City, live on stage. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. They were at the top of their game, but when loyalty and trust takes a hit. DMV. Man, we all we got. So the survival. Sit your five dollar ass down before I make change. Starring Big Daddy Kane, Stretch from Naughty by Nature, yeah. Flex Alexander, yeah. the original G Money, Alan Payne, and Gary Dordan. February twenty third at the Vice Performance Hall. Tickets to Ticketmaster. Sun, 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 fun, 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 sun, sun, sun. The Grand Rapids Boat Show at DeVos Place is back. Let's go, gotta go, everyone. Time for fun. Sail, cruise, key, relax, everyone's making tracks. Boat Show, gotta go, everyone in the sun. Come on down, get it done, just at water for some fun. Last year, you admired all the great new boats of the water. Well, now's your chance to climb aboard and check them all out. It's the Grand Rapids Boat Show, this Wednesday through Sunday. Over five acres of the hottest new runabout, ski and surf boats, Deluxe pontoons, fishing boats, center consoles, and personal watercraft. Fabulous motor yachts up to 42 feet. We have the boats. Ski, wakeboard, and surf equipment. Docks, lifts, and marine accessories. One of the finest antique boat displays in the country. Get the best prices of the year at the Action Water Sports Tubers Truckload Sale. And register to win an HO Sports Hawaiian Island inflatable raft. The Grand Rapids Boat Show. This Wednesday through Sunday, DeVos Place. For boat line listing and details, go to grboatshow.com. 
We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with those who protect and serve, presented by our good friends at the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. And joining us from the Owasso Police Department is Sergeant Scott Davis, now, Scott oversees the Student Resource Outreach Program with the Wasso Public Schools, and they've grown it now to five uh, officers in the district and are hoping to add more. Uh, so you have these resource officers who are there uh, on school property who are helping these kids and also uh, the eyes and ears in case something goes wrong. And in today's society, and we saw it at Michigan State, you have to be prepared, unfortunately, it's the world we live in, and Scott joins us live here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Welcome in, Sergeant. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, the other night when everything was going down uh, in East Lansing on the Michigan State University campus, as a guy who oversees uh, the SRO program, which is uh, the student resource officers with OWASO, what were you thinking uh, in terms of what uh, the OWASO police have trained for and being a part of law enforcement, watching what was unfolding there in East Lansing. Oh, uh, so I got an alert on my phone, and uh, it, it was it was pretty pretty shocking that this was happening, um, just so so close to where I live and work. And uh, I uh, actually thought about I've got a former coworker of mine, a former colleague, and she's actually a police sergeant uh, for the Michigan State University Police Department. So I. I uh, immediately thought about her, and I ended up reaching out to her um, after everything was was over, kind of calmed down a little bit. Um, and uh, it's just something that uh, you train for and you you prepare for, but it's something that you hopefully uh, never have to experience. So it, I felt bad for um, everybody involved, uh, the students, the staff, the the police, any anyone that had a hand in helping out with that. It was. Uh, a big collaboration of people, and um, it was just devastating. Still is. Uh, your former colleague, who now uh, is on the Michigan State University uh, police force, uh, you talked to her after everything calmed down. What she have to say? Uh, she just she just mentioned that uh, she's had very little sleep over the last few days, and um, she was back again at the scene today, and uh, just a horrible horrible incident. And the, you know, she actually mentioned also that you know hopes that. She'd never have to do, do that type of thing again. So, um, but like I said, that's, that is what we train for, and it's one of the trainings that we don't want to use, but we have in our our back pocket if if we need to. 
You know, speaking of if you need to, and Scott Davis as a police sergeant with the city of Owasso Police Department uh, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan, part of our partnership uh, with those who protect and serve with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Uh, so you oversee the student resource officer program with Owasso Public Schools. You guys have grown to five officers, which means you have more protection on the ground at Owasso Schools. What is the training uh, each year uh, for a possible active shooter situation, what you do in Owasso? So uh, each year we get together with uh, the school district administration. Um, So our our police department meets with them. Before the school year starts, we kind of have a roundtable-type discussion about uh, what to do in certain uh, certain situations arise. Um, We continue to have those discussions and trainings uh, throughout the school year. Um, and also we have, uh, just as a police department, uh, we have various different active shooter trainings, uh, that we are involved with throughout our whole county, countywide trainings. Uh, we did one at our, uh, old middle school, uh, that's no longer in use, uh, this past, uh, last year. And then, uh, we do, we did one at our hospital in town actually with hospital staff. So they kind of get a feeling for if, if something were to happen, what we're going to be doing and what we're going to be asking them to do. And in turn, uh, we also did a active shooter training at our community mental health building with employees present. Um, they actually requested us to put that on again. So their employees would know what to do if, if something were to happen. When it did happen on the campus of Michigan state, immediately law enforcement, it seemed from the surrounding area all converged at the same time. You mentioned with the County training, uh, is there a system in place where uh, these police departments all respond to help another uh, law enforcement agency if an active shooter situation is going on? Is there like a set perimeter of uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J? These departments all respond like they did uh, to help Michigan State Police. I mean, honestly, I think it's kind of just a an all-hands-on-deck type thing. If something big like that happens in, in your area or even near your jurisdiction, you're just going to kind of go no matter what. Um, you know, when people are fleeing the area to get safe, we're always the ones running in to help out. So um, I'm sure a lot of these people that respond to the help, uh, they might not even call in. They might have just wanted to go to help, you know, help her, help her colleagues and help uh, you know, the, the students and, and, and everybody, even without being asked to. That is just kind of the, the nature of the job. Yeah, it is. Uh, law enforcement, they will respond uh, when they, they hear that scanner, that call. Uh, they're just there. It's one thing that the men and women uh, in Owasso, in Michigan, and across America do. They serve and protect. Uh, they're going in when people are going out. Uh, and what you're doing now, expanding the student resource officer program to five, uh, that's a good thing for Owasso. That will help parents, teachers, administrators feel safer knowing that they have Owasso police on their grounds. Yeah, absolutely. So we started our program in 2013. We just had two officers uh, in our school district. So after the, the tragedy at the Oxford High School shooting, uh, our school district got with, in touch with us. They asked if we could um, supply more officers. So we ended up hiring more for the school. So we added three. So we have a total of five, like you mentioned. Um, and, uh, We'd like to have more. Uh, we don't have one yet in every building, and, and that would be great. We've got we have other schools in the area, uh, non-public schools through the churches and whatnot that uh, you know we'd like to work with as well. Um, you know, it's it's 
it's great too because uh, four out of the five of us school resource officers actually either have children or some type of family in the schools. Hmm. So we've got a we all have a, a, a vested interest in it in numerous ways. His name is Scott Davis. He's a sergeant uh, with the men and women who protect and serve the city of Owasso uh, with the Owasso Police Department, also oversees a student resource officer program with the Owasso Public Schools. They have grown uh, to five in the district. They're hoping uh, to have more, and they do have that vested interest with their kids uh, in those schools. Scott, uh, appreciate the conversation. I know it's something I hope you and your team never have to address, but I know you're there to serve and protect the people of Owasso and those kids in those schools. Thank you so much. I look forward to meeting you and talking to you again soon. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. Scott Davis checking in. On those who protect and serve uh, each and every Wednesday at this time with our friends from the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police in Michigan. Uh, We'll talk about the men and women who protect and serve. Again, just Google uh, the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. You can get information and how you can become part of law enforcement. Big. Bad. Huge.